Hello, hello there. Did you know that God hears your thoughts? And what does that matter? That is the focus of today's episode. Be blessed. It's Pastor Josh. Let us take a closer look at Matthew chapter number 1 and verse 20. It reads, But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. May God bless the reading of his holy word. Here is the first principle I want to share with us as we look at Christmas nuggets, as we look at truth, profound truth that we can learn from the Christmas story. Firstly, observe that God responded to Joseph's thoughts. For scripture here has said, after he had conceded this, if you go back to verse number 19, scripture reveals that Joseph was contemplating a nice way of divorcing Mary. And so he had said, you know what? I want to divorce this lady and not disgrace her, not humiliate her. Now, the Bible records here in verse 20 that after he had conceded this, he had pondered this, he had thought those thoughts, he'd made a plan in his mind. Then God paid attention to Joseph's thoughts. God knew what Joseph was thinking. And what does he do? Then he dispatches an angel in a dream and then addresses the thoughts of Joseph. And he said to him, I know what you're concerned about. Do not be afraid to take Mary home as your very own wife because what is conceived within her is from the Holy Spirit. This is a very important principle, my friend, that you and I should take during this Christmas. God responds to thoughts. Are there things that you've been thinking about and it appears like God is responding to what you have been reflecting on? God discerns our thoughts. What we learn here from the experience of Joseph is that God responds to thoughts. God hears our thoughts. Our thoughts are not as confidential as we think. Remember, God is omniscient. God is all-knowing. He even hears our thoughts. We have another example in scripture. In Psalms 139, verses 1 to 4, it reads, O Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You're familiar with all my ways. Listen to this. Before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely. Oh Lord, isn't that wonderful? So my dear friend, I want to encourage you this Christmas season on the basis of Joseph's experience. God was paying attention. God was listening, not only to the words, not just to the deeds, the actions of Joseph, but God was paying attention to the very thoughts of Joseph. And the scripture has confirmed in Psalm 139, God perceives our thoughts. He's very aware of what you're thinking. God is aware of what bothers you. Even in your mind, the secret thoughts, those thoughts that you think on your own, that your spouse doesn't know, that your friend is not aware of, those thoughts, God is aware of them. Isn't he a wonderful God? And interestingly, the Lord Jesus also said in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 8, the Lord Jesus says there, do not be like pagans who think they are heard. Don't be like heathens. They might be religious, but they think God hears them on the basis of the abundance of their words. Then he adds in verse number 8 of chapter 6 of Matthew, for your father 
knows what you need before you ask him. Oh, this Christmas, can I encourage someone? Your heavenly father knows what you need even before you ask him. My dear friend, do not limit God's power only to the prayers you've managed to articulate. Even the thoughts, the prayers that you think. That's why you can pray anywhere. Remember that scripture there in 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 17. I used to wonder, how does it work for us to pray without ceasing? Because it says, pray without ceasing. I used to wonder, how can it be? How can we be ordered or encouraged to pray without ceasing? Here is how it is possible. It is possible because even, even when you're cooking, even when you're about your chores, even when you're at work, you can lift up your thoughts because God pays attention even to our thoughts as he did to Joseph and even dispatched an angel. Oh, I wonder how many angels are being dispatched in our dreams. Did you know that some of the dreams we have are a response to the thoughts that we're thinking? I don't mean that they're just uh, our thoughts playing up. I am saying God sends angels in response to the concerns in our hearts. God can speak to you by means of dreams in response to the issues that concern you. Be encouraged this Christmas. Say hallelujah if you're with me. Let's look at another example in scripture. Ephesians chapter 3. Apostle Paul says something very interesting in the book of Ephesians chapter number 3. He says, unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think unto him be glory in the church. So Paul is giving glory to the one who's able to respond beyond what we articulate, beyond what you actually say with your mouth. So first of all, we looked at this principle uh, from the point of view of Joseph in the text that we've read, to whom God sends an angel via a dream in response to his thoughts the thoughts he was contemplating. I want to beg you as a child of God, if there are things you're plotting, things that you're planning, when you have a dream that seems to contradict what you were thinking, you must suspect that God is responding to your thinking. It's not right to think that all dreams are random. It's not every dream that we have which is irrelevant. Some of the dreams that you receive are from God. God is trying to say something to you. And I believe I'm speaking to someone under the sound of my voice right now. God has been saying stuff to you. I for myself and my dear wife as well. God speaks a lot to us by means of dreams. Of course, you've got to, you've got to assess them. You've got to vet them using the word of God. But dreams are a wonderful avenue that the Holy Spirit uses to speak to God's children. So don't despise dreams. I've met some Christians who despise all dreams, but some dreams are exactly what God is saying to you. Of course, they must be understood and interpreted correctly. Oh, what a wonderful example Joseph set for us. My dear friend, you and I must believe that God responds to our inner thoughts as well. We must understand that some of the dreams that we receive are God's responses to our unuttered thoughts, to our questions, and to our desires. Check out Genesis chapter 6 and verses 5 through 8. The Bible says, the Lord saw how great man's wickedness on the earth had become and that every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil all the time. The Lord was grieved that he had made man on the earth and his heart was filled with pain. So the Lord said, I will wipe 
mankind, whom I've created from the face of the earth, man and animals and creatures that move along the ground and birds of the air, for I am grieved that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. So my friends, we see in this case that what bothered God was not only the the works, the deeds, the manifest behavior, hello, the played out actions, sinful actions of humanity. But what bothered God was also the way people were thinking. So the first universal judgment that we see in scripture was as a direct result of the evil, the sinful thinking that people in that day were engaging in. And so saints of today, let us be aware. Let us also Take note that God pays attention to the way you and I think. Can I ask you, my dear friend, what is your thought life like? Let us think pure thoughts because God discerns our thoughts. God hears our thoughts, our thinking as loudly as the voices, the words that we speak, as clearly as the deeds that we perform. You notice that God in the text we've read addresses Joseph by name. He says, Joseph son of David. God knows each one of us by name, your first name and your last name. He even knows your your history. We are not anonymous to God. You and I are not anonymous to God. We are not a mystery to God. This Christmas, be encouraged. God knows you. God knows your need. God knows your pain, even your questions, even your inner struggles that are not articulated, that are not Revealed to everyone else, God knows, he understands. Hallelujah. I'm reminded of a song by Elvis Presley, a gospel song. Some of you might not know this, but Elvis Presley had some gospel songs as well. Besides his rock and roll songs, he also had some uh, gospel songs. One of them, the lyrics go like this. My Jesus knows just what I need. Oh yes, he knows just what I need. He satisfies and every need supplies. Yes, he knows just what I need. Listen to this. He goes on to say, my Jesus knows when I'm alone. He knows each pain. He sees each care. He understands each lonely heartache. He understands because he cares. In conclusion, my dear friend, in this Christmas season, I want to encourage you. Trust your heavenly father to respond to your issues personally as well as specifically. I pray that the concerns of your hearts, the questions, the desires, the secret dreams that are in your heart may be addressed. May God address them. May your hidden pain as well be healed in Jesus' mighty name. God hears your thoughts. Whatever you're thinking, whatever you're contemplating, God hears your thoughts and my thoughts. God cares deeply. God bless you. Merry Christmas.